Thank you for joining us today and a big thank you to our show sponsor, Amazing Jane Activewear, recommended as best leggings for running by Women's Fitness Magazine. Karen and I have been trialing their designs for a few months and we can happily recommend them. All designs are cut to skim, not cling, giving you confidence to look and feel great and focus on performance. So if you'd like to try Amazing Jane Activewear, please use our listeners special discount code RHH10 for 10% off all purchases at amazingjane.com. Amazing Jane ship around the world, so please check their website for details. Today we're talking about healthy food and lifestyle habits. We love to make things easy, so join us to find out our top tips. Welcome to the Healthy Woman, Healthy Runner mini-series. Please join Aileen Smith and Karen Campbell, nutritionist friends and runners. During the mini-series, we'll be spotlighting key challenges women face as they approach midlife. Women tell us that they're really uncomfortable with the way their body shape is changing and are noticing how their energy levels and running performance is suffering too. So it's our mission to help women be in great shape, bypass midlife health challenges and continue to enjoy their running. So we've designed our Healthy Woman Healthy Runner method and that's for the woman who requires the most time efficient and easy method to be the best she can be. During each mini episode we'll be helping you take some easy action. The suggestions we make during this episode are for guidance and advice only and are not a substitute for medical advice or treatment. If you have any concerns regarding your health, please contact your healthcare professional for advice as soon as possible. If you'd like help from Aileen and Karen to design a personalised sports nutrition plan for your running, please contact them at Runners Health Hub. Hi everyone, welcome back. I'm Karen and I'm here once again with Aileen and today we're going to give you a snapshot of healthy food and lifestyle habits. Um, They can really make us or break us depending on how we eat and live. So we're going to talk about our approach to turning healthy habits into a way of life to support you in being a healthy woman and a healthy runner. So please do listen until the end of this episode because we have a special invitation for you. So Aileen, hello and welcome. And um, really, I just wanted to ask you, what would you say to introduce this topic to everyone. Hi Karen, hi everyone. Uh, Well I'm going to read you a poem today and uh, it's not a poem that I've written myself, it's a poem that I read uh, somewhere on the internet and it's by a lady called Portia Nelson and it's a poem that I often share with clients um, as they're approaching making healthy food and lifestyle changes um, because I think it just gives us an overview of what to expect and uh, she calls it uh, There's a Hole in My Sidewalk. That's the name of the, the poem. Uh, but I call it Sometimes It Takes a While to Get It. Um, so would you like me to read it, Karen? Yes, please. I'm intrigued. <laughs> OK, so it starts off with I walk down the street and there's a deep hole in the sidewalk. I fall in. I'm lost and I'm helpless and it isn't my fault. And it takes forever to find a way out. I walk down the same street There's a deep hole in the sidewalk. I pretend I don't see it. I fall in again. I can't believe that I'm in the same place, but it isn't my fault. It still takes me a long time to get out. I walk down the same street. There's a deep hole in the sidewalk. I see it's there. 
I still fall in. It's a habit. My eyes are what are open. I know where I am. It is my fault. I get out immediately. I walk down the same street. There's a deep hole in the sidewalk. I walk around it. I walk down another street. And the reason that I, I love to share this poem is that often when people come for help and they, they want some support, um, maybe they're eating or they're living in a way that isn't supporting them. I find that they're often in denial and, um, you know, they say, it isn't my fault or I didn't know about it or they're putting barriers in the way of making changes. And they might make changes, but they don't stick. And um, and they'll say things like, well, I know I shouldn't really do this. I know it's not supportive, but, but they sort of press the override button and do it anyway. But what I find um, and my advice to them is that the more they repeat a good action, even if it's followed by a slip up, it isn't such a big deal because over the course of time, they'll start recognising what's good for them and maybe what isn't and they'll choose to get back on track and it might be by the next meal or the next day um, and then over a period of time they get to the point where you know they're making the right choices so you know relating it to the poem it's I walk around the hole or I walk down a different street um, and I think that that really sets the scene for turning healthy habits in, into a way of life. So my message is that when you are establishing new habits, it's not always a smooth path, but the more you practice it, it, the easier it gets. And then it just becomes second nature, the change that you're trying to, to make. Yeah, I would agree with that, Aileen. That's quite a powerful poem, actually. I've never heard of it before, but I really like it. And that, you know, how we do get into these habits and um, it takes time to to get out of these habits. And really, when you think about it, it is thought to take about three weeks to change a habit. And people often give up or give in before that time. So they might not, they just might not give it enough time to, mm. um, to, to be able to form a new habit. And generally, and this is a bit of a generalization, but for the, the first week tends to be really good. People are feeling um, on top of things and are enjoying the, the changes. The second week then becomes a little bit of a struggle. You know, they're missing their old habits or or they're finding that they trip up a bit, like you said in the poem. And then in the third week, it just becomes too hard. So then they resort to old habits. So they never reach the end of those three weeks. Um, and that's how long it takes to to form a, a, a new habit. So um, so really interesting. And, um, and I always think, and we quite often start with a, a definition of a term alien. So so what would you say is the definition of a habit? Well, a habit is, is simply a learned behaviour that's been repeated so many times. It becomes something that we do without thinking, whether it's a good habit or a bad habit. We just uh, we just keep repeating it. Um, but we can make progress, significant progress to improving health by making a conscious effort to, to retrain our brains and relearn and reset our behaviours. So the, the action that we're, we're trying to achieve by changing habits is, first of all, to identify and create new behaviours, which through repetition um, become new and, and much improved habits. 
Mm, and and for everything that we say, we we sort of instill practice, 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 and then eventually these new habits will turn into unconscious new behaviours. And again, that's essential for maintaining the long term success when they become these unconscious new and um, healthy behaviours. So, Alien, how do we work out what habits would support us in being a healthy woman healthy runner well I think we're all different to start with so everybody uh, probably needs different healthy habits but obviously there are some which generally would help everybody Um, and I think you know most of us have got some good habits and some habits that we would like to have in place Um, and you know I think the key to it is really choosing the new habits that would make the biggest difference to our own individual overall health than than other habits. Um, So what um, I usually suggest people do is what I call a healthy habits audit. And and as you know, Karen, that's something that we do within the Healthy Woman, Healthy Runner program, because it really helps people pinpoint and prioritise which healthy habits would be supportive to them if they got them in place as a matter of priority. Um, and, and also, you know, I think our overall health and vitality is a sum of all of our healthy habits. So for some women, it might be better to focus on a habit that's really going to help them make a difference. But, yeah, sometimes it's, it's, it's better to choose something that's easy to get in place to begin with and build upon those habits that are are easier to achieve and then layer up the habits because that way you're more likely to get to the end of that three-week period for each habit that you were talking about Mm -hmm. Uh, you know if you do do something that's not too complicated you might have better chance of success Mm -hmm. um and and I always talk about you know choosing the path of least resistance uh on every anything in life you know if you choose the path of least resistance you've got more chance of getting it in place yeah, absolutely, Aileen. And just to expand on what you've said, you know, that um, a way to approach a healthy habit um, audit um, is what we use within the Healthy Woman, Healthy Runner method. And what we do is we ask clients to use our audit sheet to t- tick the habits that they have 80% in place and to then highlight the other habits with a ranking system. Now, what they'd find easy to do and what they'd find more challenging to do is what we ask them to, to complete. Then, with our help, they, they would then pick three habits in the easy category and we put them in as the priority and then we coach them and on putting the healthy habits into place and repeating them until they become those unconscious new habits. So um, so that's how it would work within the Healthy Women, Healthy Runner programme. Yeah, that's nicely explained, Karen. So it's all about just um, choosing the things that are uh, need to be done but putting them in priority and then choosing the one that's going to make the most difference to to work on first. Mm. Um, and some examples are, you know, it's it. some of them can be really simple habits, but it, it can feel to some people, for whatever reason, they've not prioritised them, um, but they can make a big difference to people. So some examples might be, you know, having plate balance at every meal. It might be having the habit of eating regularly or a habit of eating protein with every meal or snack. Or it might be a habit of choosing some alcohol-free days a week. You know, all sorts of different things. You know, there's a whole big list. And they, they're they not actually 
too difficult, but the more of these healthy habits you have in place, the more likely it is that your overall sum of health and vitality is going to be uh, better. Um, so that that hopefully gives people some ideas of it, how it's not really too difficult what we're asking people to do oh exactly it's like you were saying you know sort of to, to follow plate balance at every meal maybe it's about adding two portions of fruit or two portions of vegetables extra per day so that's that's easy understandable and doable as well but these little changes that they can then build upon so thanks very much for those um examples and we will be running some free healthy women healthy runner training later in the year and we'll give you details at the end of um, this episode about that so Aileen for the moment shall we move on to talk about the typical process most of us go through when we do change habits so um, what can you tell us yeah well I'm sure you know most people will know that there's lots of books and articles written about habits and there's some great tips out there but just a, a quick summary um, we, we can do at the moment is just to go through what what's sort of described as the habit forming stages that we go through when we're developing a new habit uh, so the first thing is that we start thinking about it and that can take quite a while because often there can be procrastination and us personally putting barriers in the way. You know, that you're always like, well, next week I'm going to and then there's a reason why you, you don't. So the thinking about it can take a while. And then the next phase is making your mind up to take action. And this is really about setting an intention to do it. So it's how you take the action and and. Often that helps if you really tune into why you want to do it and how you're going to benefit. And I think that's where we link it into this prioritizing which habits, because during the, the program, we can talk to people about, well, if you do this, this is the knock on benefit that you're going to have. And it's going to help you be, feel, do in whatever situation uh, you might find yourself in. So we've got thinking about it and then we've got making your mind up to take action. And then the next um, the next stage is starting to make a change. So this is like the, the week one part, Karen, that you were talking about. And then the next phase is the practice phase. And that's really where, you know, you can remember the poem. So you're going to practice. You're not going to be perfect. You may fall into some holes, but after every time you fall in a hole, you can choose to do the healthy habit again rather than just giving up. It's like, okay, well, it didn't go right perfectly this week. I'm going to try it again. And when I say perfectly, I'm really thinking that none of us are ever going to be perfect and we don't really advocate being perfect. It's really aiming for a seven or eight out of 10. Most of the time will be good enough. So they're the, they're the main phases. And then the final phase is just when it becomes your way of life and you don't even notice that you're doing it. And it's just something that is part of what you do. And um, that's that's ongoing forever then. Mm -hmm. so, so those are the phases or the, or the stages. They call them the habit forming, forming stages. Um, so now we need to think about some tips really around putting habits into place so have you got any tips to share Karen yeah I think my tip uh, my tips would include that resisting the urge to make too much change all at once and that's really why we do the audit to really help you choose what habit would be best to start on and that helps prevent any overwhelm so like um, what we were saying earlier sort of writing down 
long list of different changes, but then prioritizing three and three potentially easy ones that um, that 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 um, you could introduce. I would also suggest changing one habit a week, you know, at the end of the week, doesn't have to be perfect, like you were saying, Aileen, we're not looking for perfection, just keep going with it, and then choose another habit to focus on the next week, and then repeat this over a few weeks, and then um, you'll find that over time, you'll have made significant changes. So those would be my two key tips, Aileen, what, what would advice would you have? Yeah, well, I, I think, you know, what you've just said there, Karen's great, the, the idea of you know, practice one and then add another one in and don't wait until the first one is 100% perfect or you might never get moving on to the next one. So it's just about giving focus and then another new focus and then another new focus. And whilst you're doing that, I think my tips would be to um, track your progress and pay some attention to what it is you're doing. And I think that's the, the benefit of having a focus every week. So for instance, if your focus uh, one week was to drink more water then that was an easy thing for you just to focus on tracking that one thing so just decide over the day you know how much you're going to drink during the day and then break it down into how you're going to do it so maybe if it's water it's thinking well I'm going to have a glass of water when I wake up and I'm going to have one with each meal and one two hours after each meal and you might want to set a reminder on your phone to prompt you and, you know, when I'm doing that, I'll just on a piece of paper while I'm working, I'll be putting a line down and then another line down and another line down. And I might just do that for a few days just to see that I am doing what I think I'm doing. Because sometimes mm. these are the simple habits that you think, oh, yeah, yeah, I drink loads of water. But when you actually check and track it, there are some days you maybe don't drink as much as you think you would. Um, or you might want to use a diary or a nap, um, you know, whatever works for you so I think tracking helps you know are you doing what you think you're doing and also my other tip is to reflect um, that might be um, at the end of the day a couple of minutes at the end of the day and then again at the end of the week and you can reflect on successes challenges and what you can do to build on continual improvements so you know notice trends so for example if it was a water um, I might notice that, yeah, I was really successful on the days where I was working at home, but I wasn't so great on the days that I was commuting to work or at the weekends, for instance. And so by thinking about how I'd performed over the various days, I could then think, well, how do I want to improve next week? So it might be, well, I need to make sure I've got a large bottle of water for the days that I'm not at home and I need to carry that one. Um, and so, you know, when you're thinking about that, just remember the poem. It can take a while to uh, make things happen and for you to develop the habit into being your way of life so that you get to the point where you never leave home without your bottle of water, if that's the particular habit that you're trying to, to mm. track. So, yeah, so track, reflect at the end of the day and then at the end of the week and just see how overall you're doing. Yeah, I think that's a really good um, 
good idea, Aileen, and, and a good example using the water and this idea of tracking your progress and then reflecting back on it to see where where are you being really successful because that can be motivating and then where are your challenges therefore being able to look at those challenges what's getting in the way and then how you can progress forward again so really great ideas there so thinking about our listeners what would you suggest our listeners could do say after today's episode Aileen to kind of kick start a new habit yeah well I think um you know, think about the stages. So remind yourself of the five stages, thinking about it, making your mind up, starting to make a change, practicing, and then it becoming your way of life. So what I would say is you've probably been thinking about some habits already that you know would be supportive. So I don't think you need to take too much longer to think about it. So I would just take 60 seconds now to choose a very simple habit that you could start changing tomorrow. And by simple, I mean, you know, something really easy like that extra glass of water a day or scheduling what time your meals will be so that you start to eat more regularly or choosing a day that you're going to be alcohol free or maybe it's going to bed 15 minutes earlier or it could be doing a stretch post run. So something really simple. And I would also say, you know, for this uh, one action choose something that's free so something that doesn't cost you anything something that's very simple to do so not too many steps or not too much organization because that's going to make it difficult um, so just to get this practice in place choose something easy and free and then start to um, practice and repeat and then you know once you've been doing it for a few days let us know how you get on so uh, yeah that's that would be my action after today Excellent. Thanks, Eileen. I like that. Start, practice, repeat. So just remember that, everyone. Start, practice, repeat. So um, thank you. And hopefully everybody's enjoyed listening to today's episode, a simple short uh, episode today. Do let us know how you get on with adding your new healthy habit to support you in being a healthy woman, healthy runner. And you can contact us through the Facebook group or, or page or um, you can you can contact us contact us directly as well so um it just leaves me to say um thank you and goodbye thank you so much for joining us today and we really hope that you found our insights useful we've got a question for you would you like to know how to put our advice into practice and how to take some easy actions if your answer is yes then please don't miss the opportunity to sign up for our next free online training session It's going to be on Zoom and we'll be there to share more steps in the Healthy Woman, Healthy Runner method with you. And most important of all, we'll be there in person. So we'll be able to answer any of your questions on the spot during the training. Karen and I absolutely love podcasting, but we love interacting with you even more. So we can't wait to meet you in our Zoom room. If you'd like to register, it's very easy. All you need to do is look out at the episode show notes Uh, look at the top of the page and click the booking link there and we'll send all the details to you so if you'd like to be a healthy woman healthy runner for many years to come please come and join us and don't miss out on our next free training
We'd like to introduce you to our show sponsor, Amazing Jane Activewear for Women's Changing Bodies, recommended as best leggings for running by Women's Fitness Magazine. We think they have everything a female runner needs. First of all, they are high compression to support your legs and bum. They have a deep waistband so they stay up and they don't move about when you run. There's a handy left pocket for your phone and a zip pocket on the waistband which is great for your cards or a key. They also have a hidden tracker pocket for storing a GPS tracking device and this is a unique safety feature. All Amazing Jane designs, including tanks and tops, are cut to skim, not cling, giving you confidence to look and feel great and focus on performance. Karen and I have been trialling wearing their range for a few months and we can happily recommend them. So if you'd like to try Amazing Jane Activewear, please use our listeners' special discount code RHH10 for 10% off all purchases at amazingjane.com. Amazing Jane ship around the world, so please check their website for details. Thanks again to Amazing Jane Activewear for being our show sponsor and for sharing discount code RHH10 for 10% off all purchases.